0: I'm a big
1: Welcome back, Analysis listeners. Welcome back to the show from Denver, Colorado. Sprinting straight in from his Alamo Cineplex, Mr. Jordan Harris. Hey. What's happening? I just can't wait to be on this podcast. (laughs) And we've lost everybody. They're all gone from my intro and and, in that great piece of pun work there uh yeah man you're coming straight from the 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 cineplex huh straight from the grasslands of africa pride rock yeah yeah you were immersed in a photorealistic expression lion expressionless experience that you had there and of course today we're going to be talking about disney's 2019 lion king not very much not to be confused with the 1994 animated classic. And I have uh, Jordan on today because Hayes absolutely refused to see this movie. He He's very anti-Disney remakes, so, so thanks for coming on and, and joining me today. And quick note before we get into our thoughts on it, if, if you're new to the podcast, thank you welcome in the water is warm please make sure you uh like subscribe uh, even give us a rating and, and a little review if you'd like at the end of your experience here but back to the lion king here man uh you you just saw it all this stuff is fresh in your mind i went to see it on thursday on opening day so uh how did you feel what were some of your takeaways
2: yeah, it was. Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my two hours in the theater. I have to say, this wasn't exactly uh, a Disney remake that I was hyped for. Um, oh, really? Nor would I say that I'm hyped for any of the Disney remakes generally. Um, but I specifically avoided rewatching the '94 version, uh, so that you know it's been it's been years since I've seen the the original, and I, I wanted to just go into this. Experience and my best hope is just to to enjoy it again because it's been so long and um, you know it's it's this photorealistic animation is uh, something different and and man it's actually that that the realism is incredible it's crazy yeah it
1: that's it, really this that's really the big winner of this movie is that team that photorealistic team and and they're really starting to makes some some pretty big groundbreaking moves with this movie and so that's yeah that's really a, a lot of people have, have, have come away from this movie saying one it looked amazing it was one of the best looking movies i've ever seen and two timon and pumbaa steal the show those are like the two things that i've heard over and over again
2: yeah i actually thought that the movie really picked up and became much more entertaining at the same time that they introduced timon and pumbaa before that it was kind of just sort of chugging along doing the 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 Lion King thing, and then uh, it, it there was another level once uh, Timon and Puba showed up, and Seth Rogen was great.
1: Yes. I actually think that the big winner of the movie was Billy Eichner, the guy who plays Timon, and definitely the least famous out of any of the people that were in the voice talent. I mean, shit, you've got Beyonce, and Childish Gambino, and... James Earl Jones and Chiwetel Ejiofor, and you got a lot of you got a lot of really big names in there, and really no one knows Billy Eichner, but uh, just so many great bits, and and filling in for Nathan Lane is uh, is really big shoes to to fill, and I thought actually he did a phenomenal job in it, so shout out to Billy, but uh, I I want to go back to something that you said because you said that this was one that you were not excited for, and I know you're just in general they you don't really. Get super excited about these Disney remakes but why Why Lion King is it just a movie that one of the classics that you didn't drive with as much no
2: I think it's the opposite it's because I love the original and at this point you know I never I didn't see uh, the Aladdin remake actually I, I listened to your podcast on it but I didn't see it and I'll get around to it um, that was one that I thought I'd probably see in the theaters just because and um, nothing was really drawing me into it and especially after mm-hmm. reviews came out it wasn't uh, there wasn't like a hard sell on me. So I just kind of let it pass. I did see the Beauty and the Beast Street make and I, th- I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. Went with Chrissy. You know, we kind of came out of the theater sort of saying, yeah, that was fun. It's not a bad way to spend two hours, but it's it's not something that I'm like, man, I'm dying to see this. And part of it's because I would have I enjoyed if there was some kind of new twist or take on the Lion King story. But you know, at this point, nothing new is happening. Yeah. They're sticking to the story that works and they're just going to give you just a, a newer version of it, just more of the same thing. Yeah,
1: um, yeah Hamlet Hamlet and the Bible, if it ain't broke, right? And yeah, this one, a lot of people are bashing it because of its pretty much complete void of creativity and especially coming from a director who I really admire and ha- have loved for a very long time and Swingers is one of my Bibles, but John Favreau. I was definitely... I don't really know what I was expecting. But, yeah, we got a pretty much a carbon copy of the original. And I think your feelings towards... Or people's feelings towards these live animation remakes just it directly coincides with how attached you were to the original one. And so if Beauty and the Beast was your favorite original Disney movie, you're probably going to be more excited and and like the, the live remake better. It seems like you actually go the other way, where the more you loved something the the less you want to see it reimagined or just live imagined i guess
2: and i actually thought the the photo realism of the animation to me it was impressive technically but i thought you know in a sense it sort of took away a lot of the uh ability for the creators of the film to have the kind of freedom that they had in the animated movie it's oh, it's course. one thing like Uh, If you have a a cartoon and you've got singing, dancing animals and they have these humanistic qualities um, to kind of, you know, realize that they're not real animals. But when you're looking at that screen and it could straight up be National Geographic, like that could be a Planet Earth episode. And then you have talking lions. It took me out of it a little bit. They couldn't quite do the same sort of like song and dance numbers that the animated one has, because it'd be weird to watch a real life, real lion start dancing
1: yeah it was the the two ones where it was most obvious to me was hakuna matata and can you feel the love tonight and hakuna matata is this huge number in the original and you've got timon he's flipping and and twirling around in vines and they're the the you know pumbas he's got a little try they're skipping they're dancing they're swinging and this one was very they're walking straight through a jungle it was like a slow walk and they even slowed the pace of some of the songs down because lions don't move like that in real life they or they're going to move a little slower they're going to, they're not going to be as 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 nimble so you had to kind of slow the pace of the song down too so it was just kind of like oh and and then that makes it feel lighter it makes it feel kind of less joyous and, and fun and so you just kind of get a a cheaper version of it and then, can you feel the love tonight? Was first of all shot in broad daylight, or made <laughs> made in broad daylight, which was weird. Um, but yeah, it was just a it was just an it was just a, a thing. It was just it was just kind of a blah moment. And um, I did think this movie did more good than bad, but uh, I I wish sometimes that they would have added a few new elements to it, because I think when they added new elements to it, I would I kind of sat up a little bit and, and paid attention more. So that, that scene um, with the hyenas and chasing through the, those, like, rabbit holes, ch- chasing Nala and young Simba through the rabbit holes, I thought that was a really cool moment, actually. Uh, and then Scar and his, like, showdown with um, with Mufasa's wife and, you know, that, you know, come and eat up this, this carcass with me. And, and that, that was kind of a new thing, but I was like, oh, okay, this is dark and ominous There's something new i kind of like when they try new things and i thought the same thing about aladdin when aladdin brought in some new elements that's when it really felt alive and they were doing their own thing when they copy this stuff it feels lame
2: yeah i'd agree because it's at that point it's like why not just stick with the original it's you know those those animated movies don't feel outdated they don't feel like they need an upgrade um and again, no. it's really cool that we have the technology now to make real lions talk instead of having to uh, uh, fall back into you know, animation cartoons. But um, yeah, was, I just really wanted them to give me a little bit of something. And uh, I agree with you. I thought that the final battle scene uh, at night after the lightning strike and the fires burning around him, I thought that was uh, engaging and, and beautiful. And um, it, it definitely had me on the edge of my seat a bit
1: yeah it was almost like the hound and the mountain fighting in that in that smoke
2: okay. mountain. i had i had there was two moments in this movie that brought back for uh i brought up game of thrones references for me and it was that one um which of course it happens in the original lion king so lion king did it first yeah. but i could so game of thrones is
1: swinging on lion king's balls
2: yeah i couldn't help <laughs> but thinking uh, it was
1: like the mountain
2: going into the fire yeah And uh, same thing with uh, the um, Nala and Simba love scene where they end up at the waterfall felt a lot like the John and Danny dragging to the waterfall scene. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I actually wasn't going to bring it up in the podcast, so I'm glad you did because
1: I had the same thoughts. Yeah. Uh, maybe we just have, maybe we just have it on the brain. The, but like I said, there there were some, there were some good bits and the, there were some things that were added. Uh, did what did, Were there any bits that you liked? Because I have a few that I, I have written down here, but were there any bits that you found yourself laughing at or enjoying?
2: Yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, to anything Timon and Pumbaa did. The story about uh, Timon clearing out the watering hole because he was farting and stinking up the place too much and didn't have any friends, I thought was pretty funny
1: uh yeah they really doubled down on the fart bits because he does fart in the original one but not nearly as as many farts and so they know they they know their audience seven-year-old kids five-year-old kids i i was i was in a theater surrounded by kids and they were digging the fart bits okay so you so you also got down with that
2: what else and i also thought uh it was funny towards the battle scene at the end when uh uh Pumbas getting involved and they call him fat or something, and uh, or they call him Chunky, I forget what terminology they use, but he gets offended by that. Yeah, the yeah, body-conscious Pumbaa. And starts, yeah, starts kicking ass, that was pretty funny.
1: Even before that, when they were using the live bait, uh, live bait bit, and they do a, a Timon sings Be Our Guest, and he does Yeah, that, a little nod to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, be, uh, yeah. And then uh, that was I thought that was that was pretty clever. I really liked the in the jungle, which is in the original movie too. But the the in the jungle bit that goes right into the Nala coming and fighting with with old Simba, I I thought that that was a lot of fun.
2: I thought that was the musical number that uh, they hit their stride with the most because they kind of had a little bit of rhythm going with the other animals, mm-hmm. and like we were saying, they couldn't really have them dancing, but that one I felt myself getting into a little bit more and right as you are kind of tapping your toes along with it Nala comes in and yeah uh, and it was attacking a it's Tonta Pumba rage so she's chasing him down and it it switched tones really fast I enjoyed it as well
1: did you do you, what about the vocal acting how did you feel about any of the the performances because for for me a lot of them were lacking in comparison to the originals with the exception of like I really don't give a shit about Matthew Broderick or what he was doing out there uh, but even Jonathan Taylor Thomas I, I, bring him back we should have brought JTT back but no I know we're not <laughs> yeah. doing um, you know I'm pounding the table. I have no idea J. what JTT's doing yeah he's not doing it he's hanging out he's probably like shit I could have used that scratch, but no, I get it. I get why they they had to update it. You know, you, if they used a lot of the same vocal talent, then it would really feel like a carbon copy. So, that's why James Earl Jones, icon, you you got to bring him back, but other than that, you you try to update it. But were there any of the uh the vocal talent um that you appreciated?
2: Well, they had to bring James Earl Jones back because that would have been an immediate criticism where everyone would have just said, "Well, it's not as good as James Earl Jones." Yeah. The fossil wasn't as good as James because you can't really replace James Earl Jones. Yeah. Um, you know Seth Rogen kind of seems like built to play Pumbaa, so he was good. Um, yeah, the,
1: the Seth Rogen laugh as Pumbaa mm, I like, perfection. Yeah,
2: yes, I like I like Donald Glover as uh, adult Simba. I thought uh, he did a good job, but I you know for me the voice acting thing is kind of like it it works or i don't know it doesn't like i know which podcast of yours was i listening to where hayes was really pounding the table for voice actors and mm-hmm. um i know that's a thing that he really enjoys and has a lot of respect for the talent that it takes to do that but you know maybe i just don't have an appreciation for it but you know i just imagine guys showing up to the studio and kind of screaming into a mic for a day or two so i'm almost like yeah they're good i mean it's more about like whether your voice kind of fits the character, like Seth Rogen fits Mhm.
1: Well, so yeah, Hayes does a, definitely have an appreciation because he does voiceover work for little pizza places and in LA and in different stuff like that. So you know he, he he's involved in the, the business slightly in that part and in, in that point of view. Um, I definitely think Tom Hanks once I he was uh, doing Inside the Actor Studio with James Lipton and he was talking about what it was like to. Record Woody for the first time, and he talked about how it was a lot like an acting exercise you do, where you try to figure out as many different inflections on a line as you possibly can, just to kind of unlock, unlock the brainstorming for it. So it would be like, "You dope, get down! You dope, get down! You dope, get down!" So he would say that the line, as many different ways as he possibly can, with with different emphasis different syllables and so you know with that if you're just kind of spraying the board it, it feels like it probably takes some of the, the creative licensing away but i definitely think sometimes in this movie it works and sometimes in this movie it doesn't because you could definitely feel the chemistry between billy eichner and, and uh, seth rogan timon and pumbaa you get they feel like they're friends they feel like they recorded in the same r- room they, you know, it definitely feels like there's chemistry, but I think that Beyonce was very flat.
2: Yeah, I thought Nala in general, I just remembered her having such a, a larger role in the original, and, and maybe that's not true. Maybe it was a, a, the same amount of screen time, but was just more impactful during that time. But I agree.
1: Nala's a pretty weak character in the original yeah. as well. So it's, I mean, but they... And they and I get why they have Beyonce come in and do it, because she's going to sell tickets she can make original songs for this it's there's there's a there's a huge r- marketing reason why you bring in Beyonce to do this movie i just think vocal just acting with her voice not one of her her skills she's got a ton of skills lots of very very big vast skill set beyonce has but voice acting doesn't seem to be one of them because i thought it was it was it was very hollow in, in a performance i did really like scar I'll say that, but I also love, and a lot of the stuff, it's like, well, it's because I I also love the original, but Scar's one of my favorite Disney yeah, I villains I thought Scar
2: was less imposing in this one for some reason. They definitely made him look a little bit more meek, and I wasn't yes, sure yeah. why they didn't give him like a, they tried to make him more of a, uh, like an intellectual bad guy as opposed to a physical presence, and he kind of just looked mm-hmm. like a haggard lion,
1: and I thought that was a little bit of an odd choice. Yeah, it's chewed up, man. He's got some city miles on his face. Scar was all fucked up. Yeah, it's also it's also tough, too, because they with the photorealistic lions, they they make the lions look like a real lion, but lions don't really have a lot of expression in their face.
2: You can't give a realistic lion sinister-looking eyebrows. Yeah,
1: you can't do it. And so it would look ridiculous if you did, and so it, it it's kind of harder. It, it really relies on the voice even more, to, to have that come across because the the animated scar, they're able to they're able to have a sneer on his face or you can see shifty ass eyes or whatever the hell he had going on there and his you can't really do that. So and, and lions generally don't have a lot of expression in their face, you know?
2: Yeah, no maniacal
1: lasting. Yes. Uh yeah, and then um but the 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 original moment the the circle of life stuff like that i i think it played pretty well and uh in general it it, you just kind of go in and 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 you know it's a money grab you you know what you're getting when you go in there I, i i'm just kind of especially because they're pumping these out a lot right now there's been three this year there was dumbo and aladdin and now this and i've seen them all and this was the one i was most excited for but i think going to the other two this year i'm just kind of starting to feel a little worn down
2: yeah we're getting mulan is that the next one
1: yeah mulan's coming out that actually looks kind of cool
2: well the thing for me is again from a purely uh entertainment perspective a way to spend two hours i've got no problem with it i start to get worked up when you start to go a little bit deeper and think about stuff like okay should i really be giving my money to support this money grab like you said like that's that's what it is and especially when it's like you didn't even give me like anything new except for this really fancy animation like it, it's
1: yeah i doubt i w- rewatch any of these i haven't since beating the beast came out i haven't rewatched that that's just sitting in an hbo or it, it, it's free somewhere on one of my streaming services to watch and i've, I've like why would i go watch that and then I doubt that I rewatch this ever again. I doubt that I rewatch the Aladdin ever again. Uh, it's, but I, I guess it's in, in the movies, are and they're trying to market it to, to work with two different demos. They're trying to market us for the nostalgia, but then you can reinvent it for these kids. And I'd really be interested to talk to a, an eight year old and say, in a year or so, I've got. 94 uh, Lion King and I've got 2019 Lion King what do you want to watch well if you're see a what kid and you're
2: experiencing it for the first time like you know the new one's probably fine why would you go back and watch the original one I don't know that they're going to be as picky as we would be because who knows maybe they don't even ever bother to watch the original one because why would you need to um, unless you've got some mm-hmm. you know aspiring podcast kids that you know want to compare the two they're listening um, right
1: now and they're getting inspired yes. yeah yeah Maybe,
2: maybe we should do an episode with
1: eight-year-olds where they yeah can- let's <laughs> <laughs> well, completely tone down certain things with this podcast but I I, I don't know I and I I the kids are enjoying it though because every single time I've gone into the theaters I, I watched I'm around kids and and they really seem to be liking it and I will admit that when they first started launching these I was excited I was like oh cool they're remaking them with with actors and it's going to be a new interpretation or I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but it, I, I'm i just kind of, I'm starting to lose steam in terms of my excitement around these. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the, the cupboard's pretty bare. It seems like we're, we're kind of running out of stuff for them to even remake, but sword in the stone. That's one that I really liked. Uh, the, uh, the Robin hood, the Disney with the, with the Fox, yeah. Um, they haven't. They could remake that uh, Snow White. I believe that they have have not done yet. Which I mean that that seems like an opportunity missed so far. But and then they're doing Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. And it's it was
2: a huge box office weekend uh, for Lion King, hundred and eighty five million, I think, since, since oh, Thursday. it's gonna make so yeah. people are going to see it. Um, it does almost feel like to me that it's and it's this is you know Disney doing this because. It's almost like Disney studying their own streaming service, and they just want to have newer and more content to put on it. It almost seems like remaking it for the sake of remaking it because you can throw it on for your kids at home and they can watch it.
1: Yeah, probably. Honestly, that's a that's a really good take.
2: But there's not like an artistic element to it, I don't think, or a storytelling element that there, you know, there was in the original one, right? Somebody was trying to tell a story and uh, get some kind of point across. And in this one,
1: it's it's there's nothing new there. Are you getting pissed off with all this streaming service shit that's been going on? Oh, uh, Jordan Peele has a new Twilight Zone show, but you can only watch it on the streaming service. Oh, we're making a new Star Trek on NBC, but with with called Pickard, but you can only watch it on our streaming service. And all these like so I and I know it's them trying to adapt and evolve and and kind of get out of the the cable model and in and and, and, and get into the streaming platform but man if i've got to have 40 different logins and in different stuff i i i just don't know i think the bubble's bursting for me in that in that space i'm just yeah. kind of frustrated with it
2: yeah it seems like a sort of a, a, a bad plan for all these new companies to try to get in on the streaming service game when it's not like they can't make money otherwise right you can still license it all to netflix and yeah, from a consumer's perspective, it's like just put it on Netflix, man. We're gonna watch Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. No one's gonna yeah. sign up for your Disney Kids streaming service for you know fifteen dollars a month at that point. Buy the DVD or you know, download it. literally. Yeah.
1: Or you just uh yeah, I mean the they're taking the office off Netflix. That's been big in our in our chat thread. It's just what what the fuck? Uh, to,
2: and then to put it, what it on a, a paid. NBC paid streaming service, which is a channel that you get for free anyways. So it's like, why would I pay you money just to be able to watch the Netflix? Extra money to be able office. to
1: watch to watch the Office, yeah. yeah. Or what was it? Seinfeld's going up on there. They're they're pulling all sorts of stuff, and or I think it's Friends. It's either Friends or Seinfeld. One of one of the two. They're both so, leaving you,
2: Netflix, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Whatever. So we'll see. Yeah.
1: Or I just won't watch that stuff anymore. I don't know i mean i'm always gonna watch the office so they've got me there but i've got some old dvds man yeah for knock real. the dust off that shit before i sign up for your 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 streaming service yeah. uh, real quick before we before we get out of here i had uh one other question i've just polished off the the only three episodes in the new season of black mirror have you did you watch any of those new episodes yet
2: i haven't actually we were just having a conversation about it this weekend uh, yeah I'm, I'm pretty big on that show but i haven't gotten around i just finished uh, stranger Things, stranger things uh season three which is funny because i felt like i was a little bit late on that and it took me you know a week after it dropped to finish it <laughs> um, but at that point yeah, in yeah, at that point it felt like everybody had seen it and i thought stranger things season three was fantastic uh yeah i have to get around to seeing the black
1: mirrors yeah, you should uh you should check out the black mirrors it's a it's a pretty simple hang I, I got a, I knocked them out a couple on Friday night and then one this afternoon after my long run but uh, I, I I did like one I liked one a lot more I liked one of the episodes a lot more than the other two and I'll, I'll chat with you off air and and see if you can guess which one yeah was in my way I heard out. the
2: quality of the season was maybe a little bit less than the other seasons but um yeah I'll have to I'll have to Watch yeah, yeah they,
1: they they went they went a little more minimal with with the production value uh not that's not to say that there isn't some some good storytelling in there some good black mirror stuff i never saw the movie because i heard it was so bad and i i don't i don't ever want to think about black mirror as something that's bad so i, was, I did not watch the netflix i was movie. gonna
2: ask you about the movie uh was it like banders Bandersmash smash banderdash or something yeah um yeah. and that was some. i was really excited for that movie because i, I love black mirror and I thought that this was like a really cool new twist that they were putting on it. You know, the choose your own adventure uh, type of thing. But um, I, it really just kind of made me feel like it got a little annoying after a while. And I just wanted to see the story that they were trying to tell. And then, of course, you finish watching, and you're like, okay, that's the end. Did I miss something that would have been better because I didn't pick the right path? And so, uh, maybe a cool idea, but I think the execution of it was maybe not.
1: That's yeah, great. and you're a, and you're a guy that does appreciate new ideas, and you do appreciate concepts a lot, and so that does sound like something that you'd get down on, or at least appreciate the the effort in there.
2: Yeah, definitely. Cool. Hey, so last question, real cool. quick, about Lion King. Did you yeah. think any of the musical numbers in the in this new version were better than the
1: original? No, I, not yeah. at all. Not even the not even Circle I mean, of Life. With, no, with you no, on that one. I, but that's, I mean, you know, again, I I, I I think that it did some good things. It did more good things than bad. But the original is one of the greatest freaking movies of all time. Yeah. The original is, is, is one of the best Disney movies ever. So it'd be very hard. And, and, and a lot of these people were copying direct dialogue or singing uh, identical songs to... To, to ones that were already nailed. Jeremy Irons was freaking awesome as Scar, so you know it's it's you're, he's not gonna be better. Uh, I I think Beyonce has a very lovely singing voice, but I the, the it just the the song probably sounds very nice, but the 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 animation yeah, around they that they definitely should have used Rihanna, Rihanna over uh,
2: Beyonce. Riri all day.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey hey hey. What a- but uh, I, I think our big winners were Timon and Pumbaa so I am going to play you out today with a little Hakuna Matata means no All right. the rest of your days thanks for coming on bud yeah of course good to be here right. until the next time take it easy everybody bye uh,
0: The Lion King I've been fucking with that and I was thinking like if a thug told the story of the Lion King, how would it go? So, it be like this, I think. Now look at all these motherfuckers out on Pride ride Lot of livestock. Think it's cause Sarabi ride car, cause she did once. Cause they celebrate a Simba Lil' Cup, everybody got a kneel Cause deal was, lions were some motherfucking real thugs, and the fear Of being turned into a meal Was such a fright, yo But on the real, they hella nice though This specific pack of lions acting like Some white folks, but Africa's full of Brothers, one is Uncle Scar, and that Motherfucker was enough of funny, sunny hard, and he mad too, cause He just wanna be the man too First it was his brother, now another king Is brand new, baboon, drawn on the tree you dig there's something freaky about Rafiki bet is the legit that motherfucker monkey doesn't need comedians the reason is he laughing at the breeze and shit it's weird Alright, now back to the plot Mufasa was a wonderful father, he loved him a lot And Simba wanted to impress him every second he got The youngin' was taught, but then when after afternoon he forgot That's when he hollered at Nala to follow the baller To crawl up in the squalor, where all of the lawless acknowledge his father But they never gave a fuck about a little bitty pup Boss, oh, shucks they gon' eat this motherfucker up until his dad came through and smacked them bitches in the head. Could've had him dead, but he let him run away instead. Now he really mad at dude. He cute when he sad though. And the simple truth Simba doing what his dad do. Shit, now that's some real talk, homie. But he can't own them fields with them little paws, homie. And real dogs only bark at bitches when they gotta do. Taught him to think when he at the line like an audible. And not a part of your bar. Samba channel with a chameleon, perfecting his roar. Could have been a gecko, but that shit echoed, affecting the, the guards Was accidental, but you know what's in store. The stampede scene. Shit. And he was all up on the stick, got a hold of grip. Simba, you done got up in some shit, but his dad came through and he saved the man. But as he climbed with them wounds, move raised his hands. But dude, his brother on some motherfucking scar face, scar face lit up like a motherfucking star in space. Hard place and a rock, Mufasa faster, caught up in between that. That's his brother, but that brother was a mean cat. And when he threw him off the ledge, Simba couldn't believe that that motherfucker dead. Tears being shed, Scar got up in his head. More dread for the boys, so he ran away and fled. Timon and but time the young cub grown up. What a beautiful line. They grub bugs, cub nuts, hitting puberty while the voice of change up. Ferris Bueller style, you're not. Know. And they was trying to eat a beetle A lion came through Trying to die Hella regal Then Pumbaa got stuck About to get his ass cut But then Simba Stepped up And defended Like a thug dude Rolling around He realized who it was too. Holler back And Nala like What's up boo Hugs smooth Confused Nala looking pretty Titties done grew But cute He got to fuck soon Then he nuzzled from the back And he cut off from the front He was really mac and John, She all up on his junk You can see me jacking off The scene Believe that The young- Young me, fucking around with cats. I need that to recap. Lot of feedbacks, simple react. The fam need that.